Hello and welcome to Maine Education Matters with Matt and Matt. My name is Matt. And I'm Matt too. We are talking about more bills today. More public hearings, more bills. Huzzah, I say. I say to you, huzzah. We are going to talk today about the public hearings that are scheduled for January 22nd and January 23rd. We have three bills to talk about in this pod today. Yeah, and I'm actually quite upset that we're already talking about the end of January. Uh, Before you know it, it is going to be, what, uh, graduation in 2025 or something? Yeah. Something like that. If we make it that long. Oh, that's true. If you heard our last one about the electric school buses in 2040... We're, there's no way we're getting there. Yes, and we're recording this in May 2019, by the way. We took a month off. Yeah, oh, you're, it's busy. So why don't we start today with LD- Call back 1916. It's an act to increase high school graduation rates for students experiencing homelessness or in foster care. And there's a lot of language with this one. I, there there I was a lot read of reading. This. I had to read this a few times to figure out uh, basically, what was going on? So yeah, so go ahead. The way the way that I interpret it, it to try to sum it up pretty clearly, or, or in my mind, as clearly as it is, sum it up for me. This bill, what it does is it says a kid should not be punished from getting a diploma or getting a certification a certification from school because she is in foster care or is homeless, and it is the school's responsibility and the state's responsibility to help that student out as much as they can. I, I would agree. I would agree. That's, it, the, that's the, how, that's it's summarization. That's summa, it's summarization. That's really all it comes down to. Yeah. The language that I guess was before was it was burdened on the student to, yep. to apply for a diploma. And now the, the responsible school has to uh, help. Yes. Which I mean, to me, that makes common sense. That, that Yeah. So, bef- so before a student just w- would, would, walk away, drop out, or might be in a homeless situation or a foster care and move around. And there might be an issue of, you know, transferring credits and finding where everyone, what, what she has learned over the course of the years. And it's not the school's fault or not the school's responsibility to do anything about that. It's the student's responsibility to then after, after the fact say, no, here's the credits that I got. Here's where I was, et cetera. Well, now it's, they're saying, well, no, those students have enough going on with their life of being in foster care and being homeless maybe the schools can help out. Right. And now they and must They must do it. it they it's must. It's a requirement if it's on request by the parents or guardians or if the, the learner is 18 or more, the learner can request it. Yep. Uh, which is good because- I think so too. I wouldn't know that the, the schools wouldn't do it, but now I think this really gets it out there more. I, I was thinking about this one, Matt, as we were, as I'm reading this, and I know it's for kids who experienced homelessness and, and or foster care, but there, we also have a lot of kids that are just transient around the state. Absolutely. The in and out of different schools. And I'm, I'm thinking how it would affect them also if they don't quite meet the requirements of the school they're at because they haven't been there that long. Where does that diploma come from? And my guess is it would come from the state eventually, but we have more kids falling through the cracks than just homelessness yeah. and foster care there's other kids too so i'm i'm wondering if well, that yeah, well homelessness is also homelessness is also a fluid thing it's not a thing that you know you're 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 given the label of being homeless or you're suddenly homeless and then that's who you are for the next three years mm-hmm. you can be in and out of homelessness and there are so many students who are in our schools right now 
who are currently homeless but aren't labeled as homeless. Right. But they are. Yeah. Based on based on the law, and so um, this is uh, I I really see this whole all this language in this bill as a means to simply say they got a lot going on. They need a lot of support. The last thing that they need is to jump through a whole bunch of hoops to try to get what they've already earned. Agreed. Agreed. I think this one will fly right through. Uh, although we've said that before and we, we can, we tend to misread some of the ones that the people come up and argue against it for some reason, but yeah, but you never this know. Has this, on, the, on the sponsorship, this has bipartisan support. And a lot of people too. Yeah. So a lot. It, it is all over. Uh, why don't we move to our next one? It's LD nineteen eighteen. It's an act. It was to a amend. very good year. Oh, the Red Sox won the World Series. It wasn't that good of a year then? It's not very nice. It's an act to amend the laws regarding the reserve funds of certain school organizational structures. And to remind our listeners, our faithful seventeen listeners, if there's one thing that Matt and I are incredibly strong at in our analysis and in our explanation of. It's anything and everything funding related. Oh, yeah. This is like, I know this like the back of my hand. So like this the pie maze of, of uh, funding. Let's see if I can sum this one up. All right. Uh, this one allows the boards of SADs or RSUs or community school districts or CTEs to expend reserve funds by a vote of the board for emergencies when obtaining voter approval would be cost prohibitive or when expenditures are required by law and it changes the rules on what you can have a reserve fund for. Uh, it used to be, well, currently is, I guess, funding school construction projects, financing acquisition or reconstruction of a specific type of capital improvement or equipment. And it changes that to providing funds for any direct instruction or instructional support purpose. So it really, opens up the idea of what you can uh, establish reserve funds for. Yeah. Um, did I have that right? That's how I'm reading it. Okay. That, you know, instead of just having, you can hold on to money, but it's only for emergency construction things. Like if your roof caves in and you need a new roof. Well, no, you can also, if your board and your community decides to put in some reserve funds to say, if um, you need to hire a new teacher, or if a, let's say, a student moves into your district mid through the year, way through the year, and they need out-of-district placement through special education, which is an enormous cost to districts, well, now you have a reserve fund that can help protect from that instead of having to then take away from your already existing budget, which would then take away from either direct instruction or technology or transportation or somewhere else. Right. So it opens up the, the things you can uh, expend for, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, get a reserve fund for. I can see where some of the pushback is going to be on this one is when it says that the board can expend those funds just on a regular vote when you have an emergency. Yeah. And I know we're going to have some commu community members or uh, municipalities perhaps come and say, no, 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 that's, you're expending taxpayer money. You need to have a vote if it's gonna be something different. I can see that too. Yeah, I know that's, I know that's coming because that always comes up. Uh, don't spend it the money does. without our approval. So 
Uh, that one should be a fun one to see what happens. Again, that is January 22nd. So that's coming right up. That it is. Yeah, it's only May right now, of course. So it's a ways. Right, but, it's May. But for you listeners, it's coming right up. Yep. So let's go to the last one. It is the bill that is going to be heard on January 23rd. It's LD 1878. It is a resolve. Yay. Woo! We like that. It's to, establish, like resolves. it's to establish the commission to study the use of adjunct professors in Maine's public university and college system. Disappointed with this one already. <laughs> Why are you disappointed with this one already? <laughs> nowhere as is. It's a resolve with nowhere as is. Oh. The rules that we thought were rules apparently are not rules. You know, just when you think you're, you're doing well and just when you think you're on a roll with this and you think that our legislators know the rules by now. We told they, them they, they throw the they throw something like this at us, and it's it's just disappointing. So and and you know, this is presented by Representative Dodge. I She's know. on the committee. Come on, she clearly listens to us. Yes. They all do. They all do. Everyone does. All seventeen people out there. <laughs> so this one, uh, this one's an interesting one. Uh, again, in my yeah. Notes, my notes I'm reading are right now. The first note is nowhere as is disappointing. Yeah. Uh, but this establishes a committee to do five different things to talk about recruitment and retention issues, to create a career path for adjunct professors. It expands the role of adjuncts in student retention and success. It expands access to healthcare for adjuncts and it identifies funding needs for the recommendations for whatever comes out of this committee. So basically it just puts together a task force. It puts together a task force to look at. Which we how, like. How, we like task force, how adjuncts are used and how, uh, you know, to what extent are colleges and universities using adjunct professors more than they're using actual professors? And what's, why are they doing that? Why might they be doing that? Cha-ching. Um, so adjunct professors aren't actual professors? Oh no! Well, well, they're not tenured. <laughs> I was just looking for clarity. Hey, you know what? I was I was an adjunct professor at one point, so, and uh, I'm not a professor. So you were. <laughs> I am very much. Now it all comes together. I'm very. I'm bitter, is what it is. I am bitter <laughs> that I was never a real professor. I was just an adjunct. <sighs> Outstanding. Outstanding. No, I'm kidding. I love. I you know. I'm just kidding, of course, for all of you out there. Um, but we're going to get a whole bunch of complaining emails and tweets now, aren't we? Uh, I hope so. That means they're listening. So <laughs> what they need to do, this committee needs to finish and report no later than November 4th of 2020. Uh, oh, with, they got all the time in the world. It's the day after election day in the fall is when their requirement is. So is it an election year this year? Uh, I think so. I get confused sometimes. Okay. I wasn't, wasn't really aware, not really paying attention. That kind so, of thing. Here's a question for you since this is our last bill. So we're about to finish here. Yeah. November 4th is when they have to report back by the election has already happened at that point and they don't start another session until January with, with the new folks. But mm -hmm. does, is anything going to happen in like November and December? With, the, with this current end of legislative session, basically? Because 
we How could it? last year nothing really happened in November and January, uh, November and December except stuff behind the scenes. So, yeah, well, especially given that uh, you know, depending on how the election goes, it could all be just could be lame duck. It could there could be nothing that really happened. I don't know. Yeah. It could very well be that we get that the report comes out and they they present it say on mid November, early November ish, and then it just sits there. Are they saying maybe it's November 4th, so they have enough time to do it for one, which is appropriate, but then still report back to this current version of the education committee? That's got to be it, right? That's got to be it. Otherwise, you just say January. Like all these other ones that, that have come out uh, from last session, we're all like you have to by January 15th or whatever, but it's the same yeah, they gave session them, of, of committee members. So Right. They gave them six weeks the last time to do, to do something. Now they're now they're like, or or you know, a few months. But now they're like, nope, you got to get it done. You have a you have eleven months. Yep. Good luck. And I guess that finishes up for what we have right now for January twenty second and twenty third. So looking ahead, Matt, some right. update, up upcoming ones perhaps. There are some reports that are coming out to the committee. Yeah. For like well, for the first time, right? Well, for the first time we've seen, at least, exactly. all of those, all those task forces and the whereases from the resolves from the last session, well, they had to report to the Education Cultural Affairs Committee by January of 2020, which, as we're recording this, it's, I mean, as we're releasing this, uh, that's what I'm saying, Much it's January, thank you, uh, it's January in 2020, so they have to be providing the reports, and these reports are now out there for us to read, for us to see, which I haven't seen before, but I'm, maybe they were, but unless you're kind of in the know, you don't really know where they are. So what I would say to you, our faithful, intrepid 17 listeners out there, is make sure you are following us. Make sure you are online with us, either on Twitter, at Maine Ed Matters, uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Maine Education Matters, on our website as well, maineeducationmatters.weebly.com, because we are going to, whenever we find information like this, we are sharing it out to y'all. Yep. And... It is out there, and we're going to look over those reports and give a summarization at some point, maybe, if you're lucky. Clearly, if they're lucky, yes. Uh, and the good news is- Talking to Matt, because he's the one lucky enough to get him to talk to me. Oh, so lucky. <laughs> there are so many reports, I'm going to assume that is going to be a longer podcast, because we tend to talk a lot about uh, stuff. What? I know, that's you crazy. Know? That's crazy. So in the meantime, uh, that one will be upcoming and we will be back with reviews of these bills as they went through the committee and any previews of anything that is coming up uh, throughout this entire session. We will. And if you see us out in the wild, get a picture. We'll put it up on our website. Thank you. We'll talk next time. All right. Bye. Bye.